Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Bishop Edwin Ogo is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building, and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world. He pastors the Mackinac Cathedral in Oyibi, where he ministers powerfully in various services, transforming lives and raising zealous church workers. You will experience the transformational force and power of God's word as he ministers passionately to you today. Be blessed as you listen. Oh, I'm my idea, oh, 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 oh
Put your hands together for the Lord this morning. Clap your hands for Jesus. Clap your hands for Jesus. 
And I'm happy to announce to you that it's time to hear the living, alive, powerful word of God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. The word of God that heals your soul and heals my soul. The word of God that is honey on our lips. I don't know what your need is as you've come to church today. But one thing I know is that the word of God is able to meet all the different needs in this room. And today I believe that the word of God will descend on us like rain. And when it descends, it will accomplish the work for which God is sending it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are as excited as I am, I want you to join me because we have a servant of the Lord in the house. We have a gift of God in the house. I want you to give the Lord a shout. I want you to clap your hands. You can even bounce around if you want. And join me. And let's welcome to this pulpit, the official Edwin Morgan. Oh, come on, come on, make some noise. your hands for them they just they just want you to clap for them that's all that's all these things just they want attention so please give them attention is frida here where is frida she may be in the room there with her husband can somebody see if they are there oh jacobi please 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 jacobi let somebody go let's welcome her to minister oyo nyami Hallelujah. Maminti wudede kesiye no pa no pay. Hallelujah. Why are ready so be sa no pay? Oh, baby, why are ready so be sa no pay? All right. Come on. I want a two, a three. Come on. Oh, instrumentalist. Aha. Okay. Prepare one of us. I want a two. 
Resurrection Sunday. So clap your hands. Christ is risen. I said Christ is risen. You may please be seated. Well, before I share the word of God for just a few minutes, I want to... want to remind us all as Christians that today is a very special day. In fact, the events of the weekend, Friday, Holy Saturday, and then Sunday, they are very unique events in Christian living in Christianity and Christ didn't die three days ago he died over 2,000 years ago a very very long time but we celebrate these events in order to remind ourselves because you can forget who you are. You can forget who you are. That's why one of the important things to do in life is to celebrate anniversaries. It's very important. 
because you see if you are married and you don't celebrate your seventh anniversary you can easily forget that you are married and when a man forgets that he is married I mean when a woman forgets that she's married that is a PhD level so we celebrate anniversaries to remind us that Jesus or, or, or remind us that something happened and we must remember and continue living that way we must remember and continue living that way so in marriage we celebrate it to rekindle our love to continue living because it's not easy it's not easy to be with one person in a room for 10 years it's it's not an easy thing you need something more than just wedding rings Hmm. yes now enough of marriage good friday we must remember it that it was the day our savior shed his blood please if you don't remember it the bible says in amos chapter 3 verse 3 if somebody can put the scripture up for the christians in the church Can two walk together except they be agreed? That is, can we be together except there's agreement? It's not possible for us to be together. Once we disagree, we are parting. So, Christ cannot shed his blood and you are with him And you don't want to shed your blood. You can't work with Christ. What the Lord has laid on my heart concerns Good Friday. And I'm bringing it up strongly because today, before I preach, I want us to lose some blood. I want us to sacrifice. Everybody is going to sacrifice. Today, I want to continue to share with you. Continue to share with you. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, We ask you to speak to us this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Last week, I started a very important series. I titled Sons of God. Sons of God. And um, today, I want to 
just touch on it briefly. Because it is the will of God for you to be a victorious Christian. Say victorious Christian. Say I must be a victorious Christian. Say I must be a victorious Christian. Now, the Christian life It's not a life you live with determination. It's not a life you live by being positive. There are many believers who have failed already. In their work as Christians. And I do not want you to join the failures. Those who have failed. And you see. It's not as simple as failing. Because in our normal lives. When you fail an exam. You have a chance to write remedials. But when you fail your Christian life. You will know it when the results are released. And there is a time you will get your results. And that is when you will be standing in front of Jesus. Seeking to enter heaven. And then you will tell Jesus that I am born again. I attended Apostolic Church, Methodist Church, Lighthouse, Makane. And then you will add that you did outreach. Some of you will say you sang in the choir. Others will say you preached. People like me, when I stand before Jesus, I will say I preached. Went for crusades. And the Bible says in Matthew 7, oh, and he will say, He did many wonderful works. And Jesus will say in verse 23, I never knew you. It will be very important for you to believe such verses and think of how you can avoid this. The church of God is packed with Christians who know Jesus, but Jesus does not know them. 
Because if you look at it, he will say, I never knew you. Now, oh, I feel like preaching now. Now, the basis, the reason why Jesus will deny them and say he never knew them is there for all of us to read in English. Ye that work iniquity. Now, now, when you see such English sentences, ye that work iniquity. Uh, yes, thank you. Thank you. You may think that we are talking about some unbelievers. But this is not. You know, many Christians will be surprised. That Jesus is out of your life. Please hear me well. Because. They think that because they have successfully fooled pastors, they can successfully fool God. There are many of you sitting here who don't have Jesus Christ in your life, with you, happy with you. In fact, let me not start with you. Let me start with churches. There are churches that look like churches, but Jesus is outside that church. You know, one of the problems we've had as Christians, mommy, is that we, we, when we preach, we say, Jesus said, behold, I stand at the door. And I know, how many of you have heard that scripture before? Revelations, revelations. Sorry, I think. I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, can you hear me knocking? And we pastors and evangelists, we use this verse to preach to individuals that you are a sinner and Jesus is standing at the door of your heart and he is knocking. You say, can you hear Jesus? If you can hear him, open the door of your heart. Have you heard it before? Yes. But this was not said to an individual. This verse is not to an individual. He's not knocking on a person's heart. He's standing in front of a church. You can go back. Let's read it. Go back to 19. Let's look for it. What church is this? 18. Let's go. Let's, we'll find the church. 17. Don't be angry. We'll find. We are finding. There's a church. Laodicean church. It's a church. And the Bible acknowledges it as a church. It's not a nightclub. It's not an occult. It's a church. 
a church with an angel. A church with an angel. But Jesus is standing outside the church. Unto the church of the Laodiceans, right? These things said the amen. Faithful and true. Beginning. That's it. He's giving his credential. I'm the one speaking of. Tell that church, the angel of the church of the, it's a group. The Laodiceans are a type of God's people. Verse 15. I know thy works. It's a church, not one man. I know thy works. You are neither cold nor hot. I would that thou were cold. 16. Because you are lukewarm. All this is a church. 17. Because you say I'm rich. There are churches that have money. Today I'm looking for 10,000. I can't get 10,000. Meanwhile, you have it. Um, I'll say something. They say I'm rich. <laughs> Increase with goods. I've need of it's it's a what? It's a what? Verse 18. I counsel thee to buy of me. All this as while he's knocking. You see, I'm saying that. You stand the risk of making it to hell. It's a risk. It will surprise you. It will surprise you. That you are a reverend and you are going to hell. I thought you would say, I write to those who call themselves Churches. Meanwhile, they are occult groups or they are social. It's a church. Say a church. It's a church. So, as it is in the church, it can also be with you. I'm preaching on Resurrection Sunday. Resurrection Sunday. And I've got five minutes. I've been told it's just five minutes more to go. My dear friend, the reason why God called me and saved me. And prepared me for today. I could have died last week. I could have died last year. But he kept me just for today. To warn you. That you can enter hell. And for those of you who are on your way to hell. We might as well say it very well. That some of you sitting here. God sees you as his enemies. Today. We are starting a journey of correcting our lives. And how do we correct our lives? How do we correct our lives? We correct our lives. Hmm. It's a church. It's a church. We correct our lives. By undergoing a change. If you don't undergo that change, it will not be well with you. What is the change? What change must you undergo? It's a change. You must switch. From being 
I feel afraid. I feel afraid. Please listen to me. Wife. Wife. Change. What change? Today, I'm recommending a change. As I end. Change from being a believer. God doesn't like believers. Those of you sitting in church and you've labeled yourself a believer, you stand the risk of going to hell. Because believers are in hell. Jesus didn't die. For you to just become a believer. Actually, is it not? He said, even the devils, the demons, they believe. Hello? Hello? Hey! Can you hear me? I said, even the what? Even the what? The devils, they believe and they shudder. They tremble at the name of Jesus. Devils! Stop just sitting in the church as a believer. It go who you? It go who you? You'll be surprised. You believe that there's one God? And so what? You believe there is a God? And so what? What should you do? And he goes on and says that even the devils also believe. So when you are a believer, you've not done anything that even devils have not done. In fact, that is why um, the prince, he says atheism is, is, is one of the strangest things that ever happened because when someone says there's no God, it means the person has now risen above demons. Because even demons believe there's God. So when you meet anyone, an educated scientist from Achimota School, a professor in the university, a very intelligent scientist or a great man, a rich man, or whatever, who says that he doesn't believe in God, you are looking at a very complex madman. He has risen above devils. Because, mommy, devils believe. So when you believe in Jesus, you've done nothing. Nothing. You've done nothing. You're wasting your time. The switch I'm recommending, I'm suggesting before I sit down, is the switch from joining the things devils are doing. Switch. Change. Being a believer is nothing. Switch from being a believer to what? Now, what? What does God want you to be? Then I'll tell you what God, 
God wants you to be a son of God. That is when we will know that he gave birth to you. A son of God is a son of God. That is, God has given birth. You give birth. This this is my daughter. This is my son. I gave birth to him. My wife got pregnant and gave birth to this man, the two of us. So this is my son. And you don't become a son of God by believing alone. It starts. Many of you have started something. It's like you enter class one, class one to write BC. And many of you have stopped at class one. Just because you entered the school doesn't mean you've written the BC. Believing in Jesus. Is that a class one something you do? What else should we do? Should we sell our kidneys? Should we kill our wives? Should we murder our children for God to know that we have done something? Should we stop our, our, our work we are doing and come full time? Should we leave our boyfriends? I mean, what should we do? Should we stop smoking? What does God want from us? I'll tell you what he wants from you. What he wants from you is so simple you will not believe it. It's there in John chapter 1 verse 11. And this is where I'm ending. He came to his own. This is it. This this, this is the message for today. Oh, you don't understand English? I can't hear you. You understand? He came onto his own. And his own received him not. His own. I tell you, his own will go to hell. They'll be surprised. Like you are his own. He came to his own. His own received him not. Verse 12. But, but, good news. As many as received him. Those are the guys we call believers. In fact, it ends to them that believe on his name. Those are the the receivers are the believers. In fact, you must believe before you receive. I mean, to have received something, you have to believe in it. You believe in Jesus and you receive him. So he says that even to them that believe on his name, that is, those who believed and received. Those who believed in Jesus and received. As many as believed in and received him. To them. Now, we are now going to class two. Now that we have entered class one by believing and receiving. I'm preaching on the subject, sons of God. To them, he gave power. This is Bishop Edwin Ogo preaching. Stay tuned.
Do you sense an urgency to pray? Is there a burden to wage war spiritually through intense intercession? Then join the online army on the Church in Your House Facebook page this and every Saturday at 4 a.m. Remember, the Facebook address is The Church in Your House with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. This and every Saturday dawn at 4 a.m. Every knee will bow to the power of prayer. believers and they are sons of God the difference between believers and sons of God is that believers believed and received and did not advance sons of God believed received Jesus and also did what received the power so a Christian does not only receive Jesus. A true believer receives both Jesus and power. Now, those who receive the power are the ones Who are referred to as the sons of God. Now, you can clap. These guys who are sons of God are special people. Not these ones. These are just believers. Living carnal lives. Sleeping with people's husbands, stealing offerings, come to church when they want to come to church, wicked, rebellious, lesbians, homosexuals, murderers. Jesus said, I don't know you. What was the reason? What was the reason? He said, the reason why I don't knew you is that you work iniquity. So these people sin. These are the people who can insult their father at home and not feel that they've done anything wrong. Now, I'll, I'll surprise you. These people also insults their fathers and their mothers. They do. Because they are also human beings. They get tempted. But when she says something bad about her father or her mother, something, now, now the title of the message is something. Something kicks in. These guys here don't have that something. 
these are the fornicators. Fornicators. Thieves. Do these fornicate? They fornicate. They fornicate. They fornicate. Sons of God fornicate. But when he finishes what he's done with the girl, something kicks in. But this one, when she finishes fornicating, it's normal. There's no something that kicks in. I'm preaching about sons. These are the guys who are in their house discussing the pastor, insulting the pastor, these two people. Now, do these two people also discuss pastors? They do. <laughs> but when they finish talking about the pastor, something. Sons of God. The people who make it in Christ are not believers. Are sons of God. The Bible says, is it Colossians 2.15? Among whom you shine. Among whom, like we are in the world, let me find that scripture. It's a very important scripture. It's a very important scripture for Philippians. Look at it. Look at it. Everybody, look on the screen. That ye may be blameless and harmless. You can be in this world and be blameless and harmless. The sons of God. So, so believers are not blameless. Sons of God are blameless. That ye may be blameless and harmless. The sons of God. Without rebuke. In the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. Nation. The people who many of you yeah. Have no power. No power over betting. No power over that man chasing. You are sleeping with somebody. You don't have any feeling that what you are doing. It's like you are powerless. Like anytime he wants, he comes and, and but now this girl also is sleeping with somebody. But when she does it, so the next time the guy calls, he says, No. Do sons of God make mistakes? They do. David was a son of God. Did he make mistakes? He cut the kaftan of his pastor. When he was cutting the kaftan, he thought he was doing something right. 
But when he finished and he stood back, he realized that, hey, when my pastor stands up and he's preaching, his captain will be like this. What have I done? Like, as he's going, his captain is cut and it's not a design. I have done that. So the Bible says that his heart to be to make it to heaven you must have that thing. That thing. That when you make a mistake a mistake, it kicks in. So his heart smote him because he had cut off Saul's skin. Now, I want to remind you that this is the David who killed his assistant pastor. First of all, while he was alive, he slept with his assistant pastor's wife. And then when you realize that, no, 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 this girl is different. <laughs> this girl is different. <laughs> I got to keep this one. So what did he do? You know the story? How many of you know the story? He killed. That's why I'm asking that. Do sons of God... Now, I'm going to show you how we know that David was a son of God. Do sons of God fornicate? They do. They do. What makes a person a son of God? I'm, I'm pausing here. I will come back to David. What makes you a son of God is the power. Now, that power, Acts chapter 1 verse 8, tells us the power comes from the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Spirit, holy. So, so there are some believers here. They have Jesus, but they don't have the Holy Spirit. They don't relate with Him. They don't commune with Him. Now, that Holy Spirit that these guys have is the source of the power. You need to have power to live properly as a Christian. The Holy Ghost. So that while we are here, when you sin, the Holy Ghost, so all this series is just to teach you how to relate with the Holy Ghost and have more and more and more of Him. Listen to me again. You can be a believer. Sorry, not you guys. You can close your ears, these people. <laughs> what you are doing, believers, without Holy Ghost, it won't help you. The Christian life 
It's not a life you live without the Holy Ghost. And there are pastors, Christians, who don't have the Holy Ghost. So Paul went in Acts 19, verse 1. He traveled to a town, Ephesus. He, he passed through and came to Ephesus. And he found certain what? We smokers. Oh, so, sorry. Oh, okay, sorry. My God. And found certain homosexuals. He found who? Womanizers. Who did he find? Disciples. But if you are a proper pastor, you will not be you will not be impressed with people carrying titles, sitting on front rows, having been in church for a long time. Let's clap our hands for Paul. He was not impressed with the title disciple. Wasn't impressed. I can't hear your hand clap. I said Paul. If you had met it, it's like, oh, this is a reverend. Oh, wow, Rev, Rev, oh, Rev, how are you? Where's your child? But Paul wasn't impressed that he was a reverend. It means nothing that you are a reverend. It means nothing. Bishop, Kai, what is bishop? What is bishop? These are titles we give ourselves, a lot of them mistakenly. Can you clap again for Paul? What is bishop? These are titles which impress you, but they don't impress God. They don't impress God at all. So, they, oh, oh, please meet uh, um, some of the disciples of Christ here. This is disciple Mabel, disciple Cynthia. Oh, this is disciple Kobe. Wow. So, plus, oh, how are you? Oh, God bless you. Oh, beautiful. Disciple. Mary disciple. Oh, said, Copy disciple. Really? So, for how long have you been disciples? Five years. You are seven. You are ten. Oh, so ten. You are fifteen years. And you ever since you were born. Wow. I, oh, I, I, I came from Jerusalem. I never knew we had such disciples here. So, how's the work? How's the work in Ephesus here? Is, is it at the churches growing? Oh, really? So, so, you are in one of the branches? And, and this is your bishop. Then the next verse. After asking about their parents, their wives, their husbands, and how many years they've been disciples. The next verse. He said to them, by the way, have you received the Holy Ghost ever since? This one said ever since. I know you are a believer. Ever since you believed. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. You can believe and believe till you are a disciple. But you don't have Holy Ghost. Because Holy Ghost is also another project. Oh, you have twins. You are 15 years. And you established four churches. Wow. And you are overseeing them. Beautiful. But do you have the Holy Ghost? Have you received him? 
and listened to what they said. They said to him, we have not so much as heard whether there be any holy ghost. You are making me dance like a rapper. Disciples! But they have not heard. So they are disciples without the power to become the sons of God. The Holy Spirit, this journey I'm taking you on is a journey to marry the Holy Spirit. Don't clap. Say, Jesus, I thank you. We, we, we thank God for Jesus. We thank God for Jesus. The Jesus is too much. It's enough. It's too much of this Jesus. Jesus things. He himself said, I have to go. I have to go. I have to go. There is somebody you need to have. And it is better for you to have that person. Too many Jesus pastors, Jesus Christians. You should see them discussing their pastors. You should see them insulting pastors. You should see them discuss. They can discuss a church and, 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 and dismantle the church into pieces. And there's no spirit that speaks to them. David! He had that spirit. Whilst he was fornicating with Bathsheba, was he fornicating with adultery? Whilst he was adulterizing with Bathsheba, he had the Holy Ghost. That is how I know that you can have the Holy Ghost and commit adultery. That's how I know. How do I know? Am I in heaven? I know because, mommy, when the pastor came and told David that what he did with Bathsheba was wrong. What was David's prayer? Cast me not. And take not thy Holy Spirit from me. So he had the Holy Ghost. His prayer was that after doing this, Lord, you can, you can take my crown, take my throne, take my kingdom, but don't take the Holy Spirit from me. Without him, I cannot move with you. And you are dancing in church without the Holy Ghost. You are singing in church without the Holy Ghost. Is the Holy Ghost in David that made it so easy for Nathan to work? He came and told the parable. When he finished, he said, this story I've told, you are the one. David didn't struggle. David didn't struggle. Because when the Holy Ghost is with you, you are sensitive to sin. You sin, but you are sensitive. Mm. I've touched, this is hot. I won't touch it again. Many of you 
are not sensitive to sin. Because you don't have that power that makes you sensitive to sin. Can you imagine you are a reverend? You can insult your wife. And when her mother calls you, you dare you. You tell her mother, 86 years, you tell her mother, fuck off. Fuck off. Hey, pastor. Fuck off. Even the language. I've heard this before. When you finish, you wear a jacket. Shall we rise to our feet? No, I just finished this fornicating with the, with the singer. I don't want to destroy you with stories. Of stories, if I can, if I, I'll destroy you. But the day I cast you should have been the day. That was the last day. But when you don't have the Holy Ghost, when you touch something, obviously it is nice. The Bible says it's nice. Anything that is stolen is nice. Is this, is she yours? You, you, you did the engagement? You, you had a wedding. Has she wedding ring? You put this ring on her. So she's yours. Sorry? Register with government of Ghana. Register with government of Ghana. So everybody knows. Does everyone know that she's yours? Then she's not as nice as this one. Look at her. Look at her. Say, you're afraid to look at her. That is quiet. If she is yours, she is not as sweet as something you've stolen. Even if she's a house help. But that man with the Holy Spirit who touches his house health, he feels something inside him. What? What have I done? But you, you are now going to buy her a house. Yes. You're going to rent a house. Once you've tasted and you've seen that this one is, this is different from this one. Oh, Yes. I mean, even, even the way she moves is different from this starfish, starfish. One is analog, one is digital. You will rent a house for her at Apollonia. Because that thing, hey, I want to say to you, look at me very carefully. You are looking at a man. Forget all these bishop titles. You're looking at a man. I can lie. I can steal. I can fornicate. I can commit adultery. If I'm standing in front of you here, 
and I don't have the Holy Spirit, you should run away from me yesterday. You are looking at me as if I'm the only one. You too. You are, you are a devil. You are a devil. Ladies and gentlemen, we need the Holy Spirit. And this book, as we are going to enter in the weeks ahead, will let you learn how to flow. Because this is the book which will teach you that the Holy Spirit is like a river. That you can go deeper and deeper and swim. Teach you how to relate with the Holy Ghost like a wind. Like a dove. The symbolism. <laughs> Bishop Agward Mills, thank you. And I'm going to take you next week, God willing, if we are alive. I will start with the Holy Spirit as a person. Yes. You have gone to wear white, white. Come to sit in the church on the front row. And you are pretending to be celebrating what? Easter. Easter. But Easter, Resurrection Sunday, is that, that Resurrection Sunday? Resurrection Sunday. Have you read Romans 8, 11? Look at it. Romans 8, 11. But if the spirit of him. That raised up Jesus. From the dead. Resurrection Sunday. Should be celebrated. By sons of God. Who have the Holy Ghost. So that we can celebrate one of the major works of the Holy Ghost. Resurrecting dead bodies. Dead morality. Dead finances. Dead ministry. Dead life. It's the Holy Ghost. It's not by determination. It's not by, 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 by being empowered. It's the Holy Ghost. If that same spirit. Jesus had it. And you don't have it. And you dealt with fight. When was the last time the Holy Spirit spoke to you? As a person. As a wind. You don't see him. But you feel his pressure. This morning, while the crowd was singing, I felt that pressure. So when the wind is blowing, you feel something on your skin. Yeah, as I sat here, I couldn't relax. I couldn't relax. I was under pressure. I marched the entire choir to a room for a meeting. Because when you're under pressure, you are, you are moved. There's a wind. Many of you don't know wind. You must live in the north of Ghana to understand winds. There is nothing like that here. When the wind blows in Zabzugu, you know that there's a force. And many of you, that force is yet to carry you from the bedroom of that managing director to your own bedroom. Pressure. I couldn't. 
suddenly I couldn't hear the song they were singing. I had forgotten my scriptures. I couldn't. There was a wind blowing here. It was a strong wind. It carried me from my chair to that room. When was the last time you felt a wind? You just sit in the chair. Yours, everything is feelings of anger, feelings of offense, feeling of, of, of boredom. It's just f- physical skin, flesh, feeling. You are a disciple. You've been in that church for 10 years. Where is your spirit? Stand to your feet. We'll continue next week. You see, you cannot even clap because you don't, you don't even understand the And the pastor said, and the church is like this, and I'm feeling like this, and I'm going here, and I'm doing that. She, she lives beyond trade fair. She lives beyond trade fair. If you were living beyond trade fair, you wouldn't come here. But where you want to go, you go. Suddenly, oh, my house is far. This is not, the area is not a good area. And I, I drive in that. Now, meanwhile, you, you are driving at 2 a.m. to go and fornicate and get gonorrhea. Didn't you get gonorrhea? Some of you will not come to church next week, I'm telling you. Next week, it will not be easy here. It will be the Holy Ghost as a person. Sitting in the church, the pastor can't preach. If he talks about people wearing white, has offended you. If he comes to your area and speaks, has offended you. If he comes to the area and talks about girls, has offended girls. If he comes to the area and talks about elderly people, has offended elderly people. If he comes to the area and talks about those who are doctors, and we the doctors are not lied because the pastor was, is an architect. And so, and we sit in the church without any power to overcome offenses. Possible to lift your hands, or you're also offended. Are, are you offended? So, so di, di, I said, David, Jesus asked them, Some have gone. John 6, he said, Won't you also go? And Peter, who had been called Satan, said, To whom shall we go? Can you clap your hands for Peter? In, isn't that interesting? The man the pastor called Satan had nowhere to go. You, he says, You got gonorrhea, you have somewhere to go. Oh, then you are not meant to be here. Leave us alone. We make mistakes. I said, we make mistakes. We make mistakes. Can you imagine a pastor preaching for one hour? Would he make mistakes? If you were speaking for one hour, would you not make mistakes? Today my here, today that, and we sit in the church. Many of you could build centers of hundred members. Some of you could sing. Some of you are good instrumentalists. Some of you are good organizers. I attended a, an engagement last week. Every person I I went for the engagement with, 
made a remark about the sheer organization. And it will amaze you that some woman can organize such an engagement, but she will not organize the church because she's offended. So the pastor cannot preach. When he's preaching, you should be careful. You shouldn't mention those who are wearing white. You shouldn't mention those who don't have hair. He shouldn't mention those who are wearing wig. Hey, he, so, so most pastors, when they are preaching, they stand at there. Oh, yes, they are here. Because it says, as he's coming close, that he is like, he is coming to attack you. Or he will be tempted. So he'll be at the front at the, and speak. Uh, and stare. So he's, he's preaching to you like giraffes. But he said, feed my sheep. He didn't say we should feed giraffes above heads. But you can have an attitude. That makes a pastor preach without mentioning fornication. Yes. Because he knows that you know, he knows, he knows that you are fornicating. And when he says fornicating, fornicating, because your tithe, every month your tithe is 200 Ghana cities, he wants to keep you in the church. Oh, but not this church. Not this church. By the grace of God, not this church. This church is for sons of God. Do we make mistakes? We make mistakes, but something kicks in. Clap your hands. Next week, number one, Holy Ghost as a person. Next two weeks, God willing, Holy Ghost as a wind. Holy Ghost as a river. Mashuka tusa gagada bagada. Clap your hands well. has failed me, I'd have taken you to verse 40 of Romans 8. But there's no time. Time has failed me. We would have traveled to First John 3. Beloved, now I yield sons of God. Romans 8 and verse 14. As many, as many as are led by the award feelings by whom? By their what? They are the what? Sexy dancers. They are the what? The sons of God. Can you lift your hands? I will not give you a prayer topic. If you can have money to buy lace and won't know how to generate a prayer topic from a 40 minute preaching, then you can sit down. Find your own prayer. Masukadi ma and pray. Lift your hands up. Rima kadala ba. Masukata. Did you bring your car? Mezunema. You can go and sit in the car. You have a prayer topic for Holy Ghost. drives the Holy Spirit away, Father. Help us. Help us, Lord. We need the Holy Spirit, Lord. Father, we need the Holy Ghost, Lord. Oh, we, we are going to go on a journey. We don't want to be like an exciting journey. I said, I, it's a journey 
you do, you won't know that yes. you have longed for. Lift your hands and pray. Jesus, We don't want to be like the disciples, Lord. Who only believe? Who only believe? Who only believe? the Spirit, Lord. Holy Ghost. We want to have the Spirit, Lord. Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit. We want to have the Spirit, Lord. Holy Ghost. We want to walk with the Spirit, Lord. We want to swim in the Spirit, Lord. Help us, Jesus. Graduate us. Yes, Lord. From believers. Oh, yes. To sons of God. Peter was a son of God. He even denied Jesus, but he was a son of God. Do we make mistakes? We make mistakes. Yes, but there's a spirit in us. Yeah, 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 we need your spirit, Lord, to guide us, Lord. What you say, what when to say, what when not to say, what where to go, when not to go, what to do. We need your spirit, Lord. They are the sons of God. Father, we want to be your God, your sons with your daughters. That's why he said, Give the same spirit. That raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Jesus. God, if he dwells in you. Jesus. Is it not just offenses dwelling in you? Yes, Last. Yes, Somebody's husband mm. is the one juices are dripping from you. Over. Somebody's husband. From this season, oh, what will fail you? It's not appetite for sex and pornography, it will be appetite for the Holy Spirit. Amen. He will change me, Amen. He will change you, Amen. and bring us to a beautiful Lift your hands and pray for the last time. Ask the Lord to have mercy on you. As for a deposit of the Spirit. As if we don't do Christianity with determination, many have fallen. But that spirit, if it dwells in you, he quickens and activates that lustful body to a lustless body. Pray. Spirit, spirit, spirit. And fill spirit. us with your spirit, Lord. Fill us spirit, with your spirit. Have spirit, mercy on us and fill us with your spirit. Fill us with your spirit. Nino Satan, Kadanda, Quicken our mortal bodies. Quicken, quicken, Lord. Nino Satan, Nikota, Bayata. Quicken our mortal bodies. Saniko, Satahata. When we go wrong, yes. Quicken our mortal bodies, Lord. To apologize when we go wrong. Quicken our mortal bodies, Lord. To help us to be humble, quicken our mortal bodies, Lord. Ah, to know, to know, to know, to know when to say what and when not to say what, Lord. Give us your spirit, Lord. Have mercy on us, Lord. Then give us your spirit, Holy Spirit. Give us your spirit, Lord. Quicken our mortal bodies, oh Jesus. Uh, even when we don't feel like coming to you church, are so Lord, offended, you, you cannot even breathe. Oh, you can't breathe in and out. Mercy, Lord. Mercy, mercy. See, in the same spirit. Lord. 
to overcome offenses, Lord. Same to spirit. overcome offenses, Lord. To overcome the offenses, Lord. Spirit. To overcome the flesh, Lord. To overcome the lust of the flesh, Lord. And the lust of the eyes. And the pride of life. The sons of God get offended. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us. Help us. Help us. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Father, we thank you. Every eye closed, please. And every head bowed. If you are here today and you are not born again, you want to say, Pastor, please, please, on Resurrection Sunday, I want to have a new life. Pastor, please, pray with me and lead me in a simple prayer to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. If you are here, every head bowed. And he wants me to pray with you. Please lift your hand wherever you are. Yes. I want to pray with you now. I want to pray with you. Lift your hand now. I'm going to pray with you. Yes. Pastor, I want to be born again. Lift your hand high. High. Today is your day. It's a resurrection Sunday. Lift your hand high. Newness of spirit. Above your head. Lift it high. High. Lift it high. Above your head. Yes. Yes. I see your hand. Lift it high. Lift it well. Lift it well. Pastor. I need Jesus. I realize I am a sinner. I realize I don't have Jesus Christ in my life. Pastor, please pray with me. If your hand is up, if your hand is up, please come to me. Come. 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 Come running. Come running. Come running. Come running to the Come, my dear. Come, my dear. Yes. His grace will be your covering. His blood will flow freely. And surrender to Jesus. Come running. Come to that mercy. Run to the mercy seat. Say Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Those in front and those in the congregation. Say Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you for today. I thank you for today. I realize. I realize. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. I've not even taken the first step. I've not even taken the first step. Of believing and receiving. Of believing and receiving. Today. Today. I need you. I need you. I need your blood. 
I need your blood to wash my sins. 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 To cleanse me. To cleanse me from every evil. From every evil. Oh God. Oh God. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Today. Today. I ask you. I ask you. Please. 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 Forgive me. Forgive me. And make me new. And make me new. I want to start a new life. I want to start a new life. Let your blood wash me. Let your blood wash me. Today. Today. I am your child. I am your child. I am born again. I am born again. From here. From here. I will receive your spirit as well. I will receive your spirit as well. You gave the power. You gave the power. You gave the spirit. You gave the spirit. But many did not receive that one. But many did not receive that but one. But from here. But from here. I'll receive the spirit. I'll receive the spirit. That will enable me. That will enable me to become to become a son of God. A son of God. Thank you. Thank you for my salvation. For my salvation in Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Oh clap your hands. You are born again. Now, whether you've been in church before or not, today, you see, let me tell you a story. I went to visit an 86-year-old woman last week. And I told her that my daughter was getting married on Holy Saturday. I said, oh, Really? Your daughter is getting married. And she asked me, do you know that's also my birthday? I said, no, I didn't know. He said, yeah, that's my birthday. And we are going to have this and this and this and this and this. So I'll try and see if I'll come for the wedding. Then just when I was leaving, she said, Holy Saturday is a special day. That's when I was born. I was born on a Holy Saturday. I said, yes, you've said it. But she went on and said, my birthday is really March 23rd. (laughs) 1930-something. But it was a holy Saturday. Yes. So I don't go by that March one. I don't go. So March 23rd came. But my birthday is not March 23rd. My birthday is holy Saturday. I learned something. So every year, whether holy Saturday is June or April, that is her birthday. I'm announcing that today, Resurrection Sunday, is your resurrection day. Your birthday. Is it beautiful? So next year, God willing, you should have been in church, grown, active in church. Then when you meet a convert, you can say, oh, my birthday is what? Resurrection Sunday. Even if it is June or February or March, it is what? Resurrection 
So let today be in, write today's date in your Bible and let it be very special. So I'm come and let's go to our pastor. She's going to talk to you. We are going to meet with you. Keep clapping your hands for them. And let's receive Bishop Cops to lead us to take the communion. Clap your hands. Let's receive him. Hallelujah. How many have your communions? Please lift it up. Amen. Hallelujah. This Good Friday was the Friday that Jesus died for us. And it's a Friday that changed everything. Hallelujah. Because on that Friday, the Bible says that he had a supper with his disciples. And he took his bread. He took the bread and I want you to take your bread. And he said that this is my body. Hallelujah. I don't know how it's this, but this thing that you're holding is the body of Jesus Christ. I don't know how it's this, but that's one of the nice things about Christianity. You are holding your hands the body of Jesus Christ. And it was this body he broke, was broken for all of us, that would receive something that changes all of us. So this morning, as you hold the body of Jesus Christ, I want you to strongly believe in your heart that I am holding the body of Jesus Christ. And as I take it, everything in my body will begin to change. Amen. Everything in my body will begin to align to the things of God. Amen. Everything that is not functioning in my body will begin to function. Amen. Because I'm replacing it with the body of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. How many believe? If you believe, I want you to lift up the the bread and declare this. This. This, this is the body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus this Christ. This is the body of Jesus Christ. This is the body of Jesus Please Christ. Please take the body of Jesus Christ. When I see the blood. God called Prophet Elijah. Sent him on a long journey. How many of you have the blood of Jesus Christ? Hallelujah. Amen. Now this one is another special one. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, I have a cousin that has sickle cell, but he's in the UK. So they have this constant changing of his blood. I don't know, I don't understand it, but they are always trying to replace the blood with something else so that his sickle cell reduces. And as he was telling me the story, I realized that that's the reason for the communion. It's, it's actually a blood transfusion. Yes. Most of the diseases we are suffering from is in the blood. Mm. I don't think Jesus ever had malaria. I don't know how Jesus is going to have malaria. I have a feeling every, mal- every mosquito that beat Jesus Christ got born again. Yeah, because his blood is the blood of God. Amen. So this morning, as you take the blood of Jesus, I see a blood transfusion happening in your life. Amen. I see your blood that is full of diseases being replaced by the blood of Jesus. Amen. I see every virus in your blood being replaced and dying because of the blood. Amen. I see every disease that is worrying you in your bloodstreams being replaced by the blood of Jesus. Amen. If you believe it with me, I want you to raise up your cup and declare... This is the blood of Jesus. This is the blood of this Jesus. This is the blood of Jesus. This is the blood of Jesus. Take the blood of Jesus. 
fine, I want you to lift up your hands. I want to thank Jesus for his blood. Father, thank you for your blood. Oh, thank you for his cleansing power. Lord, who would have thought that your blood can wipe away our sins? But it's true, yes, Lord. As we've taken your blood, our sins are being washed away. Amen. As we've taken your body, our bodies are being healed. Amen. Lord, we say thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for changing everything. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for changing everything by your blood. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for changing everything by your body. Yes. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your living name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Give a clap offering unto the Lord. Hallelujah. We trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University, OUB, Accra, this and every weekend at 7.30pm on Saturdays, as well as 7.30am and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo on Facebook Live, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.